Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Recorded live. Hey, welcome to the American Liberties. It's March 15th and it's Wednesday, the American Liberties call. Tonight again, we have Dave Marilyn. And the other day, I was listening to the news and I said, oh man, I got to bring this out on the call. And unfortunately, folks, that's all I remember. <laughs> I had to bring something out on the call and I forgot what it was. But... Um, there was a lot of interesting stuff, uh, you know, how M- NBC got their, uh, uh, it's been shown that they're, um, a lot of the instigate, uh, that they are instigating a lot of the problems with, uh, between Obama and Trump and Hillary and all that. But there was something pertaining to, something that is pertinent to what our calls are about. And and um, specifically, I can't remember. But I'm going to try to think about it as as Dave talks. And and, um, and if, if so, I will bring it up. But the main thing, it is the perfect time, folks, to get involved in WeVGov.com, as well as uh, to POTUS.com. The criminal complaint, whether it's the old one or the new one, uh, I believe the new one is more advantageous to get it to be a part of in today because Trump promises to drain the swamp. And that's what we've been, we haven't been using those terms, but that's what we've been trying to do with the IRS for many, many years. And we've helped a lot of people uh, get, you know, we helped a lot of people from getting criminally indicted. On the civil side, that's another story. But criminally indicted I would much rather uh, fight on a continual basis on the civil side than get indicted. And unfortunately, there's people that haven't heard about us that have been doing uh, 10990 IDs and and, uh, ETF or EFT, whatever it is, electronic funds transfer that they learned from a couple going around the country a few years ago, and they followed that route, and they uh, now they they got indicted. Prior to them just getting indicted, they they did talk to me, and I had set them up with a phone conference and everything, and uh, <clears throat> only the only for them to cancel because they're following this other guy's drum beat and 
they sent this letter in about uh I'm not gonna get into all it all about it, but you know, about jurisdictional issues and so forth and they got indicted. So now they call me, Oh, we gotta have a conference. So we had a conference and we told them what, you know, okay, you've been criminally indicted. Now you now we talked about the intent and we told them that you need to get this in um uh this flash drive about Mendrea and understand it. And I can't believe the guy said, well, you know, is this something that, you know, it's already written out that, you know, blah, blah, blah. And you can tell it was a burden on him. It was a burden that he has to learn. It was a burden on him that he has to really actually sit down in front of a computer and listen to a video uh, uh, or listen to an audio and and learn what he needs to do to most likely win his case. It was a burden on him. I can't believe it. So finally, you know, you know, after a little discussion, I was and I was getting annoyed. You know, it takes a lot for me to get annoyed, but I was getting annoyed at the being being. Uh, you know, dead, I don't want to say deadheaded, but just not wanting to do what needs to be done to get the results that he wants. And when it came down to the bottom line, well, you know, do you have any paperwork that'll, you know, I mean, he didn't say this specifically, but this is what he wanted. Do you have any paperwork that'll just make everything disappear? <laughs> and And so... And we, you know, like like Dave and I are, we're we're flat honest, you know. We, we, no, no, we don't have anything that'll make anything disappear. You can't predict corruption. You know what part of that do these people do not understand? All we can do is our best to show them the law that they hide from, that they run away from, and it bothers me that people are out there that that. Don't get it. And it, what bothered me most is that they were going to buy the flash drive. And I, I guess they changed their mind. They never did. And how unfortunate is that? Very unfortunate. And it's, and it's sad. But at the end of the night, you got to say, oh, well, you did what you could do. You, I can go to bed in peace. And and but it is sad, yeah. And and you're right; it is their loss. But you know, when you show somebody a way that hopefully they can do, you know, all they need to do is just read it, study it, and listen to it. And and if it was me, and if I was in that position, which I've been in that position, let me tell you, I lost many nights sleep because I was in front of the computer reading and studying what this criminal complaint had to say, what Dave Maryland's work had to say. I, I lost a lot of sleep, not because I was worried, because I had it was building my self-esteem, it was building my faith that if I followed this, if I followed the law, showed the grand jury the law, 
I had nothing to worry about. And and like Dave has always been there when I needed help, as well as some others in the past, Joe Joe Saladino and so forth. Where where Dave where Dave you know I was wearing Dave out and and Dave and Joe picked up on on the same issues, nothing different, and he was there helping me understand because let let me tell you I'm not I'm not a Dave Merlin mine I don't have the uh, the, that kind of mind. Mine is, my mind is slow, and is and and I have to look at the elements and put all the pieces and parts together to fully understand. Now, once I understand, I'm a pit bull. But you know, many of you are the same way, and and you you might get it quicker. And God bless you that that you can do that. But a lot of you that I know or talk to are asking the redundant questions that I used to ask. That's why I got all the patience, because I want you to understand. And, you know, I don't say, hey, it's on the net. Go, go read it, sucker. No, it's, you know, it's, you know, Dave may explain it one way, and I'll explain it in a different way where it may help you understand. And I think a team you know, it takes a team to build the, to make a dream come true, and and that's and that's why I I'm, I'm I feel blessed that I got people like like Bob and and Rick and and Dave, and I'm mentioning first names and so forth that that we can all talk and, and communicate and help fully understand. Because what Dave says sometimes, he just says it so, you know, articulate, you know, it just runs right through it. But, you know, when you really hear it over and over again, it, it starts coming together, especially when you read the case law that he provides. And Dave has a ton of case law. He has over 30-some years or, 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 you know, somewhere around there of stuff that he can provide you. All you got to do is listen to it and take 29 years. Okay, I jumped a gun. I thought it was 30. But 29 years of it, of his studies and, and so forth, and a lot of it is all narrowed down into his criminal complaint or his memorandum of law, which I, which today there's none like it. There's, I mean, and you can build your own on on that memorandum of law. It covers how the statutory interpretation is to be interpreted. Okay, and that's all you're doing when you're when you're in there in front of the judge or in front of the IRS. You just tell them, "Hey, this is not my interpret. This is what the courts told me how to read. Don't argue with me. You go tell them they're stupid. You go tell them their arguments are frivolous. Not me." I'm just telling you what the court said. I'm even telling you what the IRS commissioner said. So get it together, guy, and 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 get back to them. Don't 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 argue with me about it. I mean, and it really is that simple, folks. And so, if anything, I encourage people if you haven't gotten the book yet to POTUS.com, get it. When you get it in the mail and you open it up, it is a criminal complaint with a 
with just as if you had single-page filings and submitting it as a complaint. There's nothing different. It's it's all white. It has the the plaintiffs, the complainants, and the um, uh, uh, you know the respondents or whatever you want. To, uh, um, boy, my mind gets weak sometimes. But it, <coughs> they're all on. They're all there on the cover of the book, and it's awesome. I just got ten of them. And I'm going to go to the gun show this weekend down in Fort Lauderdale. And I'm going to start promoting the book. If I don't sell any, fine. If I don't sell any, they're all going to the uh, the 11th Circuit Appeals Court and, and some other places. But um, it is, uh, yeah, it's a great idea because there I'm talking to Americans, okay? And a lot and a lot of them are supporting Trump. Well, if you want to support Trump, help Trump do what he wants to do himself. But he needs all of us to join him. And uh and like I said in previous calls, I'm I want to start something like like uh but with meaning, okay? I don't want to be like those guys, you know, they call the left. I just call them a bunch of idiots but um we we gotta do it folks anyhow uh i didn't mean to talk this long and uh although it's uh what i do but i like to turn this over to uh again my my mentor my my teacher my educator and good friend dave Marilyn. dave did i put you to sleep oh well thanks chris uh, yeah, who put a nickel in you? Uh, really got Chris wound up today with something. <clears throat> um, so uh, Chris says, you know, if uh, you can't send it to one particular party, you can send it to the uh, circuit court judges. Uh, that's being creative, getting copies of the book. Uh, other property has ordered copies of the book. He's creative. He's heating his home with them. Just kidding. Now, uh, the uh, book at twopotus.com, and uh, I think before you mentioned twopotus.com, Roddy K. bailed out of the call, Chris. Uh-huh. Uh, but if you can mute him, you want to do that now. Okay. Uh, I, well, he's not on the call now. In case he comes back, I think you can mute him. Okay. Is he one of those agitators? Has been. Yeah, that's what I thought. I thought I recognized the name. Okay, go ahead. And uh, I think when he was here, it was with a single Y in his name and not a double Y. But anyway, um, another fine day, uh, March 15th, 2017. My name is David Merlin. Nothing you'll hear me say is intended as legal advice. Anything that sounds like that to you, just consider something somebody else might do on a planet far, far away where the law matters. It doesn't matter here. I prove it on a daily basis. Believe it. The American Liberties Call, March 15th. You know what April 15th is besides tax day? April 15th is the 29th anniversary of IRS agent Marty Webb knocking on my door 
and engaging me uh, and over the following several weeks treating me in a way I didn't like. And so I started studying tax law in June of 88. So April 15th is my 29-year anniversary. Here we go. Whoopie-doo. Uh, still no word in South Carolina. Still no word in uh, Indiana tax court. And uh, Chris is going to be filing on the 11th Circuit just today, this morning. Somebody filed my issues on the 9th Circuit. So uh, that's the case that came out of the blue just a few weeks ago. Uh, somebody that knew me had been out of contact for a while out of touch, and uh, calls me up out of the blue and said she's been uh, in tax court with a certain battle. And I said that uh, the best we can do is, you know, we can't argue these issues in tax court. They're on vacation. They'll penalize you for for shaking them up out of their stupor and making them decide an issue at law. And so we can put in the record a reservation of rights to argue certain things on appeal, and um, then she got the uh, order from tax court. Hers was mostly about uh, penalties, but it wasn't anything exotic like OIDs or, you know, none of that. And uh, something about jointly or uh, separately filing her and her husband, so forth. Anyway. Um, so several fronts are about to light up, and uh, this is work I really don't like doing. I don't like writing litigation. I, what One thing, let's start with something very nice about it. It's all appeals. Every bit of it is appeals. We've already written everything and filed it in tax court in Indiana. And so it's just a matter of them rejecting all of it, wiping itself with the law, and having the uh, the petitioner appeal. But he's put in a reservation of rights to issues on appeal. So here we go. It's all paperwork. There's no facts. There's no exhibits. It's all just arguing the law. But the reason it's a toilet is because every time you find something the government wrote, it's obvious they don't care about you. They don't care about the law. And they'll say anything they have to to make it sound like you owe them money. Period. That's the sum of their existence. The, the core of their being. Class is over. <laughs> anyway, um, Getting into this work, even though it's just paperwork, it's just writing documents, it's just writing arguments, uh, the the pissy little juvenile, uh, corrupt mindset behind the pen of a U.S. attorney is so dark and so evil that Writing the litigation is like you, you're rolling up your sleeves 
and putting on elbow-length rubber gloves to clean somebody else's toilet. And all you can do while you do that job is swear about the 30 people that used it after it broke. <laughs> Have I painted enough of it? That's the mind, heart, and soul of these public servants I have to write against. <laughs> and it's something everybody already knows. I've done a lot of it. And I know the arguments, forward and backward. And I could accidentally brief them. Uh, for anybody new on the call, go to we, we, if, uh If other property, you want to put the the name of the website in the chat, anybody on the phone, write down wevgov.com, w-e-v-g-o-v.com, as in we the people versus government, wevgov.com, and also tupotus.com, t-o-p-o-t-u-s.com. P-O-T-U-S stands for President of the United States. Tupotus comes in book form. You can order it from that website. It's 25 bucks. It's a criminal complaint that uh, 33 folks and I filed with the White House on Inauguration Day. And you can have a criminal complaint see how it's done. Maybe you have your own legal issue you want to serve on the White House. Here's how I chose to do mine. It might be a, an acceptable template for you. It might not be um, if that's all you get out of it. Uh, another thing you'll get out of it, at the very least, is the first thing I argue, first thing I prove with statutory language is that citizens of the United States, like the government calls us, We've never been subject to Social Security, obviously. Obviously. So just the first thing. They've stolen how much Social Security from us? they spent how much of it without saving it for us? It's stolen money. It's going to be bankrupt when? Even under their system? So it's a bankrupt extortion and racketeering scheme that we've never owed and it's been going on for decades. 1935, the definition of citizen in 1935, Social Security Act is the same in 42 U.S.C. 411b2 where the benefits are put uh, paid out. Tax Code Section 1402b, 3121e, and 3306j. This is all on the Federal Income Taxation page of wevgov.com. And this issue is now before the uh, the uh, new president about the old president named as a defendant because in the first week he was in office in 2009, I sent a criminal complaint with this briefing to uh, the new president. He knew all about it, kept collecting all the money, so I named him as a defendant. And we, me and 33 others, we all complained to the White House uh, against the former president, his two attorney generals, and the uh, 
the current IRS commissioner. So we're on record. We have this copies of this book to throw around. Co-complainants can receive copies of the book five at a time. We'd rather that you ordered ten at a time at cost. And uh, that way you can say I'm co-complainant to a published criminal complaint. It's got an ISBN number on it and everything. It'll come directly to your door from the publisher. So we mean business. Now, uh, <laughs> um, man, you know, there are so many traps out there. And I just got an email from a real nice guy yesterday that uh, he says, anybody know anything about this? Gee, gosh, what about him? And uh, the attached document, a PDF document attached to the email was uh, some type of publication by Judge Dale. And I'm going to load this on the web today, okay? Anybody object to that? Let's see here. I got to close. Uh, I got to shrink this for a second and find it on my desktop. Oh, it's in a folder for the uh, anti tax movement stuff. I've got a folder uh, not just started, it's been going a while. I got a folder cooking for uh, anti tax movement. Um, publications, rhetoric, blah, blah, blah. And I'm looking. Now you swear you've looked at every folder and it still eludes you. Okay. Folder is called Primate House. For the anti-tax one, okay, be difficult. Here we go. Desktop. Okay. Um, what we have here is the uh, Judge Dale publication by Judge Dale. Somebody that calls themselves a judge. And now I'm going to be able to give it to you. I told you about this before, uh, but I didn't have a publication to offer you. Here is his publication. And uh, it'll be wevgov.com slash, I'm putting it on the web right now, wevgov.com slash, this is all lowercase, no spaces. wevgov.com slash judgedale.pdf J-U-D-G-E-D-A-L-E dot PDF. And when you open that marvelous document from a legal scholar who knows everything, and you go to page 118 of the publication, or 
page 118 of the PDF document. It's page 114 of the publication. It's going to have page 114, uh, 114 at the bottom of the page. wevgov.com slash judgedale.pdf, all lowercase, no spaces. wevgov.com slash judgedale.pdf, all lowercase, no space. Give me back here to talk to you here. Now, you heard me describe this page before, and I wasn't very nice. I can't be nice about this. The person calls himself a judge, Judge Dale, retired federal judge. And I'm looking at page 118 of 132. It says 114 at the bottom of it. Uh, let me see here. Um, Right in the middle of the page, we have a, he, he, he makes a claim here. Uh, I'm scrolling up to the top of the page. Let's do the top of the page. By Judge Dale, retired. This is April 11, 2013. <clears throat> our federal government has instructed our federal, state, and local police agencies that everyone who purports to be a sovereign uh, should be treated as a terrorist. They have also brainwashed the American public into believing that being a sovereign is anti-American and unpatriotic. Perhaps this is the pot calling the kettle black. What is sovereignty? Listen to this very closely. He's telling you this, and then he's going to, he's going to cite cases that support this. So he's going to make a point, and then he's going to tell you where the Supreme Court and the Court of Appeals on the Seventh Circuit has said so. This is what you do in the legal profession. Or you say, I have a theory. He goes, what is sovereignty? It is the inherent right and prerogative of a civilized people to rule itself and to dedicate all of the forms and conditions or dictate all of the forms and conditions of the institution it sets up to carry out this rule. Ironically, the U.S. Supreme Court agrees with those people who claim to be sovereign citizens of the American Republic. wevgov.com slash judgedale.pdf All lowercase, no spaces. wevgov.com slash judgedale.pdf And by the way, uh, escape harassment.com Howard Griswold uh, promotes this publication for what it's worth he cites Bond versus US three times and after that he says what are the implications of this 2000 US Supreme Court ruling point of order one of them is a 1993 Court of Appeals decision one of them is a 2011 decision in the Supreme Court, and one is a 2000 decision in the Supreme Court. What are the implications of this 2000 Supreme Court ruling? Which one? He, there's three rulings. So already he's off his rocker. And I'm looking for this from the standpoint 
of somebody that wants to understand this paragraph the way I should be entitled to understand the paragraph because he's claiming the credentials of a judge. I have the right to presume he knows what he's talking about, and yet the first thing I see is that he's referring to three cases as one. Secondly, Bond versus the United States, the first one uh, with the bubble by it on the left-hand side. Bond versus the United States, 520, 529 U.S. You notice how U.S. does not have periods in between the, uh, uh, the U and the S and after the S for an abbreviation. Sometimes, you, uh, a lot of times, you'll see them not use the uh, the period and just write U.S. Uh, 334-2000, right there. Excuse me, he's not citing a case. This is not legal citation. It should be 529 U.S. 334, parentheses, 2000, and parentheses. You don't say Supreme Court because it's a U.S. reporter case, 529 U.S. That tells you it's the Supreme Court. Cited by 761 litigants in other cases. So, I want to know where it's cited by the Supreme Court. Who cares who cites it? Second one, Bond versus U.S., 131, Supreme Court. He does use the periods between them but again uses a dash instead of parentheses and says Supreme Court as cited by 306 litigants. Who cares who, who cares how many litigants? Bond versus U.S., 1993, he uses the dashes, puts a space between F, period, and 3D. I would have condensed those two to just to be Federal Third. Court of Appeals, Seventh Circuit. It should be, instead of dash, Court of Appeals should be... Uh, one Federal Third 631, parentheses, CA7, space 1993, and parentheses. Cited by 66 other litigants. Who cares who cited them? So this is pure amateur. As pure as it gets. Wevgov.com slash judgedale.pdf. All lowercase, no spaces. wevgov.com slash judgedale.pdf. Now let's go back to the uh, bubbles on the left-hand side, the yellow bubbles. And what I've included for you, my class, is uh, a guide. You just pass over the bubble as you open this document. Later on, the people on the call, uh, this has little yellow bubbles, like what are you saying? And, you pass over that, and a little bubble of writing will pass uh, will uh, pop up. And people have heard me mention these three cases because I told you about Judge Dale before. Let's start at the bottom of the three cases: Court of Appeals, Seventh Circuit. Uh, first off, I'm sorry. First, we have to read what he says about bond. We already read the paragraph where he says, "What is sovereignty?" Ironically, the U.S. Supreme Court agrees with those people who claim to be sovereign citizens of the American Republic. Bond versus the United States. The Supreme Court held that the American people are in fact sovereign and not the states or the government. 
the court went on to define that local, state, and federal law enforcement officers were committing unlawful actions against sovereign people by the enforcement of the laws and are personally liable for their actions. And then he cites Bond versus U.S. in three places, but there are three decisions, as we just described. Now, look at the third one. Bond versus U.S., one federal third, 631 and 1993 Court of Appeals, Seventh Circuit. And I, I pass over the uh, bubble, or I can click on the bubble, and it brings up a window. Bond was convicted on drug charges and filed a motion to vacate the conviction based on ineffective counsel regarding procedural lapses. Seventh Circuit said district court should have heard the ineffective claim on the merits and remanded. So Judge Dale cites this case as one that proves there, the, the, the citizens are sovereign. Look, everybody, look. You've got to be shitting me. The second one, the middle one, 2011. This is pretty good. I reviewed this at length before. And remember, this is the case that uh, says, uh, look, we're sovereign, and the Supreme Court agrees. Look. Carol, this is Bond versus U.S., 131 Supreme Court. Remember, this is a... Uh, this is a 2011 case. This is a 2013 publication composed by Judge Dale. And here we don't see the U.S. reporter. We just see the Supreme Court reporter, page number 2355. See that? And that's because in 2013, the U.S. reporter still had not published its most recent volume. 529 U.S. 334, in the top case, that's a 2,000 volume. It's already been published. It's volume number 529. But the 2011 case wasn't in the most recently published volume. And uh, it's... Uh, it's not been published again in the uh, volume to uh, yet to be published. And that's why he can only report the Supreme Court reporter because the Supreme Court reporter is very quick to put the case decisions in the volumes that it publishes. Now, uh, the middle one. Carol Ann Bond pleaded guilty to a charge that she had used chemical substances against another person, but she reserved rights to appeal claim that the federal government was overreaching by, appeal, uh, by applying that federal statute to a local and unremarkable offense. Lower, court, uh, lower courts said she lacked standing uh, to, let me see, she lacked standing for Tenth Amendment challenge because she was not a state. Yeah. Uh, the Supreme Court reversed and remanded, saying that if Bond is affected by the statute, she has a right to make challenges to the statute, even if they're Tenth Amendment challenges. Wonderful decision. Especially the Ruth Bader Ginsburg separate concurring opinion. 
Now, the third case. These are cases that Judge Dale claims, see, we're sovereign citizens. Wow. <laughs> you, hello? Just unreal. A judge doesn't make mistakes like this. The top of the three with the yellow bubble. Bond versus U.S. Uh, 529 U.S. 334. 2000. This is a good case. Uh, bus passenger's canvas satchel was squeezed by immigration's officer as he shuffled luggage on the rack above the seats. Um, officer asked Bond if he could search Bond's canvas bag. Bond consented to the search. Drugs were discovered and Bond was tried and convicted. Supreme Court says the squeezing of the canvas bags was unreasonable search. Evidence suppressed. Case remanded. See, we're all sovereign citizens, and government works to serve the people. And uh, we we have we're civilized people. We can rule ourselves, and to dictate all the forms and uh, conditions of the institution, it sets up to carry out this rule. See, and then it refers to it as one case. It's something else. Can you think of something I didn't, did not? Can you think of something I did not do to the judge with just this page? I've read 4,000 plus decisions. And I just chopped this to ribbons. I clubbed him to the ground like a baby seal and called animal control to scrape up his flaming carcass with a snow shovel. Who, after hearing this, would defend to any degree Judge Dale as a legitimate source of research? When, first off, the claim to be a judge is a false claim, if you want to know what it looks like when a judge writes a memorandum. Hang on, I'll give you one here. Get ready to write if you're just on the phone. WeVGov.com slash. Uh, other property, would you put this in the chat, please? WeVGov.com slash. WeVGov.com slash. All lowercase, no spaces. WeVGov.com slash IRS summons dot PDF. WeVGov.com slash IRS summons dot PDF. That's a 45 page memorandum written by a district court chief judge. <laughs> gotcha. Hey, uh, it's Eudotus. I uh, haven't seen you in a while. Two potus, if you're going to duck out on the call, today's not your cup of tea. TwoPotus.com. TwoPotus, P-O-T-U-S, President of the United States. A criminal complaint was filed on Inauguration Day. So uh, if you want to see how a judge writes, you go to wevgov.com slash irssummons.pdf, a 45-page brief written by a chief judge of U.S. District Court against nine tax protester arguments. And he briefs his way out of each and every one of them, which 
tell it tells any prudent individual if you can't outbrief a chief judge of a district court, you got no business following what these people tell you to do out there in the movement. Unless they got a proven track record of an easy way to go for somebody that's not a that's just a layperson that can actually maneuver in and out of court and uh keep their foreskin. So now um the uh let's see here. Uh so much for Judge Dale. Uh let's see, hang on, I'm gonna uh, there's a couple things in the uh Mountain Dog says, I almost lost my lunch. I'm hearing that name, Judge Dale again. He's a charlatan, in my humble opinion. Uh Bond is a good case for search and seizure. It has nothing to do with sovereignty. Uh, and seizure has nothing to do with taking something from him. It's more like uh what's he suffering from? Uh, the mere mention of Judge Dale ruined my di- uh, dinner. And here I am harping on and on about it. Uh, sorry about that. Enjoy your dinner. It's like uh, trying to eat a hamburger on a public bus. <laughs> it's just <laughs> lost my appetite. Sorry. Anyway, uh, the criminal complaint on twopotus.com. Keep an eye on twopotus.com. I just added a little bit to it on the homepage. I'm still playing around in my mind with what exactly I'm going to use for a final a uh, site map or uh, func- functionality of the site. I'll probably go month by month if you want to see what I wrote in March. You click on March, so forth, and uh, just have a couple features on the home page. And in March, you see I already put a paragraph in there about the uh, health care bill and the purchasing insurance from out of state. In 18, get get my bullhorn, in 1897, the Supreme Court said it's a constitutional right to purchase insurance outside your state. Need I say more? 1897. See what happens when, when you don't remind government constantly that it's got limits? Uh, limitations, excuse me, that it has to honor. Lawful limitations. That homepage looks nice. Thanks, Dave. You're welcome, Dave. Dupotus.com. There's a couple paragraphs about the complaint. And right underneath that, here's the case from 1897, Allgaier versus Louisiana. You can't buy insurance outside the state. Yes, I can. And he bought insurance in New York took it all the way to the Supreme Court. And that's what the Supreme Court said right there. And after that, Holden versus Hardy, an expression similar to that, while they cite Algar versus Louisiana. <coughs> Things you got to know. So I'll be adding to this, and uh, uh, it'll be fun to just go to this homepage and cruise down through the links and see what I've got. If you click on Algar versus Louisiana, uh, oh, doggone it! It should have opened in a new window. It didn't. I got to. Uh, I got to go make amendments to that. But it'll take you to the full case uh, on the web and uh, watch for updates. They're all going to be dated. Like this is the March 13th entry about interstate commerce. 
Yeah. Well, it's just about the top of the hour, Chris. Um, you know, all I can tell you is stand by because uh, we got a lot of irons and a lot of fires, and uh, it's uh, it's interesting because uh, you know the appellate level. There's certain things being raised on appeal that really are very fascinating, especially um, it violates my rights to due process because if I have a uh, if I have an assessment over fifty thousand dollars and a lien or levy in place, and I haven't gotten on a payment plan with the IRS, I can't get a passport. But I can't have review until I reach the appeal level, because tax court will penalize you for raising statutory issues. That's a fascinating issue. And uh, in tax court, they can bail out saying, you know, we don't want these issues up on appeal, and just say that, yeah, they didn't consider all the law, so uh, the notice of deficiency is invalid. That's all they would have to say. But uh, we'll, we'll watch and wait on the Seventh Circuit, the Eleventh Circuit, the Ninth Circuit, District Court, South Carolina, and uh, another case that I'll be on to vacate a tax evasion conviction uh, just as soon as the guy can raise the resources. So, are you there, Dave? Uh, yeah, I was oh. just reading something that's in the chat. Yeah, and uh, since really early on, um, Trump has been saying he'd really like to remove the uh, boundaries around the states uh, to open up competition. And I'm sitting over here going, excuse me, but it's already unconstitutional. You can do it with an executive order. Uh, anyway, um, the health care bill will still have problems. They didn't keep the individual mandate, but they're going to let insurance companies tag you for 30% when you buy insurance if you didn't, if you went without insurance. Well, that's pretty much a requirement that you get insurance. You get it or you pay. So they've kind of hidden it behind a couple of curtains, but it's still a penalty for not getting insurance. Like I've been saying for a long time, anybody that's heard me, uh, Democrats and Republicans are all crooked. Democrats just aren't as good at hiding it. And that's a real good example right there. Uh, let's say good night, everybody. And... Um, I'm going to see you on Saturday, if you got the time, on 59615, 59615 here on TalkShoe. My name is David Merlin. Again, this is not legal advice, and uh, I'd like to see you on the Saturday call. Tell your friends and uh, direct them to twopotus.com and tell them to stay tuned to that. I'm going to be putting out certain thoughts and copies of certain uh, letters that I sent to the White House over time. So uh, thanks again for tuning in. I'm out of here, Chris. Thanks, everybody. Okay, thank you. And I'd just like to remind everybody that I will be out of town this weekend. I'll be at a gun show in Fort Lauderdale. Anybody near Fort Lauderdale, come by the 
War Memorial Auditorium, and we'll have coffee. Anyhow, and um, and also, if you want to clean up your credit report, we can get tax liens, both state and federal, uh, off, and and clean up your your credit reporting because when the uh, now that things are coming back, the economy is going to be coming back, and I'm talking in faith with Trump uh, that you know there's going to be job creations, there's going to be new. Uh, a whole new environment. And for those who want to uh, capitalize on that, one of the first things that you're going to need is you're going to need a good credit history. So it's nothing like cleaning it up and uh, and looking good to get um, credit card, mortgages, car loans. And not only that, when you do have bad credit, uh, bad credit reporting, it, you pay higher auto insurance. You pay higher rent if, if you're renting a home. Um, in most cases, it actually costs you money to have a bad credit report. So it's very important to clean it up. And we can do it within 90 to 180 days. And there's no money down. And you can make pay, payments. And we're very, very reasonable. Thus far... We've had um, several people that are amazed just how professional this company is. And keep in mind, they've been in business for 17 years. They got a a good uh, reputation. And the guy that got me involved in this is not multi-level, so, you know, it's okay. It's not a multi-level marketing deal, but it is an affiliate program, much like an insurance company or something like that. It is an affiliate program, and a judge, uh, administrative law judge out of Texas uh, got me involved, and he's been doing it for a year, and and he's making good money. Why is he making good money? Not only do they pay weekly, but a lot of people need a program. That's why he's making good money. He's not making good money because he's a good salesman or, you know, or anything like this. He's making good money because a lot of people need this. So with that being said, God bless America, and this call is officially over. Thank you. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.